welcome to another episode of a podcast about music, which, if you're new here, is a podcast about music. I am one of your hosts, Logan. And I'm Eric. This week, we are joined by a special guest, Megan. We'll introduce her. Well, we already did introduce her, but she'll introduce herself in a few minutes. First, Eric, do you have anything to say about the coronavirus or your week in general? Um, no, Logan, but I hope that everyone listening is doing the same thing we all are. Yeah. Social distancing. Yes, I... I... It's strong staying at home. And that's Megan. Welcome, Megan. Yeah, staying at home. Uh, this Interacting week? with friends and neighbors? No. no. And if you must, how many feet away? Six feet. Six feet Six away. Feet. Better more, yet, right? stay at home. Yeah, yes. it's safer for everyone, for our society. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. Uh, as you might know, Megan is our special guest this week, and we could not be happier to have her. You have some pretty insightful things to say. And we have a little new segment called TV Shows Based on Bands with Band Members. So I'm never going to remember that. But we are talking about the monkeys this week. Uh, we'll let Megan talk first about the monkeys or second? Second. Okay. The, the animal? The no, no. The band. Oh, okay. The group. The monkeys are an American rock and pop band originally active between 1966 and 1971 with reunion albums and tours in the decades that followed. Eric, their original lineup consisted of the American actor-slash-musicians Mickey Dolenz, Michael Nesmith, and Peter Tork with English actor and singer Davy Jones. Davy right. Jones. Do you know any of these people? I've heard of all of them because I remember enjoying the Monkees quite wow. a lot back in the 80s when they were already quite an old band. Well, let me tell you that this group was conceived in 1965 were formed, for those who don't know what conceived means, by television producers Bob Rifelson and Bert Schneider. So would you say this was a bit of a manufactured project and not yeah. organic in nature? It's as if you wrote a book, but that book was a band. And oh, okay. specifically for the situation comedy series The Monkees, which Megan will talk about in a while, which aired from 1966 to 1968. The band's music was initially supervised by record producer Don Kirshner, Kirshner, backed by the songwriting duo of Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart. So their genres of music range from pop rock, psychedelic pop, chamber pop, psychedelic rock, folk rock, country rock, and rock and roll. Hey, Logan. Yes. Before we hand off the mic to Megan for 15 or 20 minutes. Um, 15 or Do you have any monkey songs you want to recommend uh, so you can get one in there? How about I, Daydream Believer, Logan? Yes, I would love I to suggest... I don't believe the microphone has been handed off yet, but nevertheless. Yeah, uh, Daydream Believer is a perfect song. Let me give a little um, sample. Seven. So if you want to hear more of that, <laughs> you can search Daydream Believer anywhere you consume media. Another song that I'd like to suggest is I'm a Believer by The Monkees. For all you Shrek fans... Yep, here's a sample. So if you want to hear more of that, you can search I'm a Believer by the Monkees, two E's and an S, wherever you consume your audio media. So there was this show. Okay. Um, right to you, Megan. What was it called? It was called The Monkees, mm. an American situation comedy series that first aired on NBC in two long series between September 12th of 1966 and March 25th of 1968. Wow, sounds exciting. However, 
I remember it from the 1980s. Maybe you were watching reruns? Where it was revived on oh. MTV and aired as reruns in 1986. Yes. Uh, it aired on Sunday afternoons on MeTV. So that's like MTV, but MeTV. Since February 24th, 2019, three days after the death of Peter Tork. That I knew nothing about. So there's an, a new revival of the revival. Well, Since that's fun. 2019 on MeTV. Uh, so there are two seasons of the 60s version, and the series centered on the adventures of the Monkees, a struggling rock band from L.A., California, consisted of Mickey, Davey, Michael, and Peter. The comedic elements of the storyline were provided... I think yeah? Davey okay. Jones was a heartthrob back in the day. Hmm. Was he now? Do you have a picture? I'll put him on the uh, cover art, but... As I was saying, the comic elements of the storyline were provided by the strange and often surreal encounters that the band would have while searching for their big break. Is that a picture of him? Yeah. Wow. What a stud. He's a very, very handsome guy. He looks like a little... How, how old was he? You know, I'm just not sure. I just know that he has longer hair. Hmm. How old is he now? Well, uh... he's dead. Oh. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he is no longer alive. How old he is now is absolutely irrelevant. However, he played great songs such as. Daydream Believer. This one. Oh, here we go. Let's get copyrighted. You just can't play all of it because. Hello. Oh. Oh. Please an excuse ad. that. That's, a, that's just an ad. Here we go. And that's about it. He was a very great pianist. Mm -hmm. I am also a pianist, and maybe I'll learn his song. I'll, I'll play Daydream and Believer. And you should. Yeah. So, let me see. You want to hear about the production? I honestly well, think that Davy Jones had a spotlight on one of the Brady Bunch episodes at one point. Really? Could be wrong, but I do recall that. Here. Um, why don't you search that while I tell you guys about the Monkey Mobile? It was a modified Pontiac GTO designed and built by designer Dean Jeffries. The car was, the car featured a tilted forward split two-piece windshield, a touring car T-bucket type convertible top, modified rear quarter panels and front fenders, exaggerated tail lamps, set of four bucket seats with an extra third row bench where a rear, rear deck, oh, here we go. What was that? That's the last train to Clarksville. Another song suggestion? 1966. Mm -hmm. As I was saying, set of four bucket seats with an extra third row bench where the rear deck should have been, and a parachute. The front girl sported the GTO emblem. So that's exciting. Look at this monkey mobile. Wow. It's wild. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, By the way, yeah. Davy Jones, unfortunately, when he was, I'm sorry, when he died, he was 77. Hmm. So he was pretty old. Since we were curious. Yes. So I'm going to find some monkeys' interesting facts. Um, let's see. Ten things you might not know about the monkeys. MeTV, that network I told you about earlier. Only Peter Tork and Mickey Dolnez, Dolnez appear in every episode of the TV show. Did you know that Davy Jones was almost drafted by the army? Did not. Hmm. Number three, Paul Williams and Stephen Stills auditioned to be monkeys for the TV show. There is a psychedelic movie 
Jack Nicholson wrote in 1968, the bonkers psychedelic movie. I think it was called Head. Head. Yeah. Listen, mm-hmm. it's true. Mm. Davy Jones did make an appearance on the Brady Bunch. Yeah. In on an episode in 1971, where he sat with Marsha Brady on the living room couch. Wow. And talked about a song called Girl. I do believe he may have played the guitar to her and sung the song Girl Can on you, the episode. Are, are we allowed to play the video clip for the uh, audience? It's an ad for Messenger. Let's see. It's a special episode today, folks. It's uncut. Yeah. That's him. Skipping ahead. And that so, was that. That's that. Um, looks like we're... A, you have anything else to say about the monkeys? Well, maybe in a minute or two. Okay. Um, I say we should invite Eric back. He took a bit of a break. And I think we're going to start Really Fake. And if you'd like, Megan, you can just listen in on Really Fake. You have something to play? I'll think about it. Okay. I wonder what it'd be like going through life with a girl like that. Look what you've done to me. We're going to get copyrighted. Oh, God. Uh, Okay, this is a dangerous episode. Yeah. So Uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So, um, without further ado... You you guys go to Real or Fake. Thanks for having me. (laughs) All right. Oh, Oh, Megan, we'd love if you'd listen in on Real or Fake. Welcome back to Real or Fake. Mm-hmm. As most of you are fully aware, yeah, it's a signature platinum podcast about music. Podcast about music segment. <laughs> Megan has left the building, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> but Logan, I've got a couple of real humdingers lined up for you today. Do you? I'd love to hear them. Thank you. I'm going to hit Logan with two news stories, one of which is real, one of which is fake. They're both going to be kind of weird. One of them is real, one is fake. As As I mentioned earlier, one is real, one is fake. He's going to probably correctly guess which one's which. Great. I'm excited. Story number one. Okay. From the current events section... Coronavirus related? Coronavirus quarantine related. Ooh, excited. Also, sorry to interrupt. If you don't have anything to do during quarantine or self isolation, what have you, go watch some Barstool Pizza reviews. Specifically, Frozen Pizza at Home Edition. It's great. It's very funny. One bite. Can they search one bite? Mm hmm. On they can search YouTube? one bite. YouTube. Um, there's no Instagram account for one bite, I don't think, but you could just follow Barstool or or I really can't speak. Yeah. Is that but, uh Davy yeah. Page Views giving you a little kickback? Why are you giving him a free plug? 
Well, Dave Portney does the pizza reviews, his joke name in the beginning, I guess, Davey Page Views. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's paying me a grand amount of money for this. <laughs> I had to think of a phrase Thousands that was Thousands of monies. Yeah, thousands of monies. All right, Logan, story number one. Self-isolation is gone. Too close to home. Yes. <clears throat> story go. number one. In, uh, let's see, where is this? Cheltenham, England. Okay. James Campbell spent his 32nd birthday on Wednesday by running at least 7,000 times in his backyard. Wow. He did an outdoor marathon in his backyard. That's too much. Um, after promising to run a marathon if one of his Twitter messages received 10,000 retweets. It did. And he had to spend the afternoon in his backyard, just over five hours, and he raised more than 18,000 pounds, 22,000 U.S. dollars, wow. for Britain's National Health Service. NHS. I guess so. Yeah. To help battle the coronavirus pandemic. Yes, it's or a pandemic. Or as a brilliant comedian I follow said earlier, damn panic. Oh, Okay. That's pretty much it. Wow, that was He ran across a patch of grass, some stones, and a small patio in six-meter stretches. He calculated he would have to traverse his yard at least 7,000 times to reach 26.2 miles, a.k.a. 42.2 kilometers. Okay. Logan, Mm -hmm. story number two. I'm excited to hear it. This story just plain old stinks. Okay. Like I said, this story stinks. Thank you, Megan, for your contribution today. Yeah, she's back. She's back. All right. Thank you. You want to hear the story? Yeah. All right. Yes, let's do it. Wow, I really feel offended. All right. Well, there's something going on. Who doesn't have a little gas now and then? Last November, a jogger alerted authorities to a foul smell not unlike rotting flesh coming from the side of a trail at a state park in Tennessee. Yeah, studio's clear. When homicide detectives responded to the Floyd R. Haspington Tennessee State Park, expecting the worst, they were greeted with a large family of raccoons oh, man. dining on a giant pile of garbage. Wow. This, by the way, coming to you from HuffPost. Credit okay. credit's due. Upon further inspection and subsequent involvement of animal control, they were able to trace the garbage to the dumpster of a local Olive Garden restaurant only two miles away. Yeah. Video surveillance revealed the raccoons had been frequenting this particular dumpster for over three months under the cloak of darkness. Wow. Adding nightly to their stinky stockpile. Stinky stockpile? Logan. Well, that's appropriate for this episode. On a brighter note, the seven raccoons that could be trapped were humanely relocated to an animal refuge some 150 miles west where they'll be able to live long, prosperous lives away from jogging paths and chain restaurants. Well, I'm just going to do a little spur of the moment thing Mm -hmm. right away. What's your thing? My thing is that your first story was fake. Which first story? First story about... um, the marathon in the backyard. You don't think that man did a marathon in his backyard? I do not think he did a marathon you in his backyard. You are incorrecto, my friend. Really? I was afraid you would have seen that story. It was right on the front page of HuffPost today. I don't go on HuffPost. Weird Post. news. Yep. Yeah. I used to earlier in the 
seasons. Yeah. Season Logan. five, by the way, is like we're knee deep in it now. Not only is in. there no Floyd R. Haspington State Park in yeah. Tennessee, there never State was a Floyd R. Haspington, as wow. far as I know. You're a very creative man. If I'm surprised that you don't know my writing style by now, after all we've been through. Mm. Well, and I, I guess I don't. My history, my long history with the Olive Garden. Well, let's just say that I have a bit of a doozy planned. So I've got you this time. I tricked you yes. finally. Yeah, you did. Yeah, let's not let this one slip by the wayside. <laughs> let's let it slip by the wayside. Unless I trick you. Then we'll make a big deal about it. I don't it. think you will. Really hit fake me. headline edition. Headline number one. One-armed man applauds the kindness of strangers. Headline number two. I believe that's an old joke. Double leg amputee marathon win and how she broke records and shattered legs. Shattered legs. Shattered records and shattered legs. You know, because amputee. Who wrote the second headline? New That's... York Times. No. 2004. Wow. Interesting. New York Times doesn't do the writing. A writer does the writing. It was published okay. in the New York Times. I believe you really need to get your story straight. I say the first story, the man clapping with only one arm. Yeah. Is true. You really have faith in the Globe Post, don't you? Globe Post? Nah, I'm kidding. First okay. story is true. So tell me about it. One-armed man applauds the kindness of strangers. Yeah, tell me about the story. I don't What's have the story. Like? I just have oh the Oh, my gosh. You're just the headline. Hanging? Yeah, well, arms sure aren't hanging. Um, no, this poor woman, I don't think she'd appreciate you making a shattered joke about her life. She's fake, so oh, she eh. doesn't mind. Sure words. All you amputees out there, I commend you for your bravery, and if there's um, anything we can do to help or ease you through any of these tough times... We'd be happy to. And that's my sincerest, sincerest True. words yeah. coming right at you once again. It was really neat <laughs> having Megan in studio today. I don't yes. know where you found her, but oh, and let's no, just remind everyone that she either lives in the same house as us. Yeah. Or that was um, via audio conference of some sort. We are absolutely 100% observing Social distancing. social distancing guidelines as recommended by the CDC and mm -hmm. mandated by several local ordinances around the country. Please pay attention to this stuff, folks. Yeah. Um, social distancing does not mean hanging out with friends. It also does not mean hanging out with neighbors. Once again, I cannot make myself clear. Please, we're social distancing. Don't make us quarantine for longer than we have to. Yeah, even though we're not quite quarantined at this point i know i know i know i know i know uh, i was thinking of a little something different for weekly wisdom this week oh yeah i wanted to play a little theme song for you on the keyboard did you write piano. nope really what i actually don't even know what to i'm gonna play yet. illegally right. i'm just going to hold the computer for me sure i'm gonna prop the microphone proper over here right here all right i'm gonna do a little, I little think this something, is something. very exciting it's right, so a little spur of the moment <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, what should I play? Logan on the keys. There we go. There's the keyboard. Um, something fun. I know. Here we go. Here's the Warner Bros. movie intro. I'm very right. sorry. 
if I mess this up because I haven't been practicing it for a while. Who wrote that song? Warner Bros. movie intro, obviously. Wow, great. You want it? Can we do a little something different? Let's do for he's a jolly good fellow. You want to sing it or just sure? Hear? Give me a C, huh? Sight read some Mozart and then get on with the segment. Seriously. your piano is that the advice it's not the advice where's my phone it was fun not to the advice play, but yeah it was oh we can kind of put the computer back and everything this week my advice comes to you from the internet runny or stuffy nose push your tongue against the top of your mouth and push a finger between your eyebrows hold it for about 20 seconds your nose should be clear that sounds amazingly similar to what you do if you start to get brain freeze and you're eating a bowl of ice cream, yeah? So, let me do it, even though I don't really. Tongue top of your mouth and push a finger between your eyebrows. All right, let me start a timer. Okay, I'll insert a and little... And what is this going to fix? A stomachache? Uh, no. A uh, stuffy nose. Let me just get some non-copyright... Non-copyrighted music... Uh, let me start a timer. Not this, though. Wow. All right, ready? Sure. Two minutes, uh, what was it, 20 seconds starting now. The only problem, folks, with this little experiment he's conducting is that he's not beginning with the aforementioned symptoms. Mm-mm. But... I'll tell you this much. He looks ridiculous right now. I That's do believe 20. he almost lost consciousness. I did almost lose consciousness. Hopefully you don't get copyrighted for that. It's just we're full of surprises this week. That did not work, even though I don't have a stuffy nose. So maybe it did. Yeah, I don't you don't any have different. one anymore, right? I never did in the first place. So maybe it did work. Excellent, excellent segment. Yeah, um... I think we've done all we could really do for the masses today. As you folks might tell, we're kind of losing our minds here, trapped in the house. In the studio. In studio. Sorry. In studio, as we say. Yeah, on air. So, without further ado, Eric, that was a great episode. Friend of the show, Megan, we'd love to have you on anytime. Just say the word. Without the sound effects this time. Or maybe with. Who knows? Say. Uh, without further ado... Stay safe out there, everyone, and hydrate, hydrate, hydrate.